Huh? Bad habits enjoy the badness that they're in. And they sit down in it and they squat down in it and that's where they remain. Come on, somebody. You tell yourself, I got to quit, but then you can't find the strength or the way to do the quitting. Amen. Go to James chapter 4 right quick. Verses 5 through 10. Back of the book, James 4, verses 5 through 10. Are we there? Let's begin reading this, this verse. Do you think that the scriptures say in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusts to evil? Well, I said evil, but I meant envy. Read on. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he said, God resists the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. So you got to find yourself humble. Huh? You got to find, and, and, and to be humble, you can't be telling yourself, I ain't got to do that. Huh? You ain't got to do it, but it's going to keep doing you. Amen. Seventh verse says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will. Oh, so you got some action that you need to take place. You got something that you got to do. Stop trying to lay all the pressure on God and you do nothing. The Bible says you got to first submit yourself therefore to God. Submit yourself to God. God, I need your help. I need you to intervene in this, Lord. Because apparently I can't do it on my own. So I need your help to help me to get this done. And then he said, and while you are submitting yourself to God, God said, now... Resist the devil. You got to resist the temptation. You got to resist the habit. Huh? You can't keep giving in to it. You got to put up some resistance. Although it might be hard the first few times, but guess what? The more you resist it, the easier it gets. <coughs> and when the devil finds out that you're resisting him, it's getting stronger and stronger. He's going to leave you for a season because he ain't got a whole lot of time to waste on you because he's looking for some easy prey. He's looking for some weak prey. So if he see you learning how to put on strength, he's going to leave you for a while. Amen? The Bible says he's going to flee from you. That means he's going to leave you. And then it says, draw now to God. Hold it right there. Now, if you want some help and if you want some strength, you got to show God something. You got to show God that, God, I'm trying to approach you. I'm trying to get as close to you as I can. So, well, come on, daughter. Keep trying to get close to me, and I'm going to meet you halfway. But don't think God going to come all the way. You got to meet him halfway. 
Amen. Then the verse says, Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your heart, you double mind. So guess what? We all fit in that category. We all fit in that category that we need our hands clean. Come on, somebody. We all fit in that category that we need God to purify our hearts so that we can do the right thing, that we can get some good habits and leave alone the bad habits. Huh? Because if he don't, he say, your mind, you got a double mind. And a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Double-minded man do this. Should I go or should I stay? Should I go or should I stay? He go through life all day long. Should I go or should I stay? Don't know what to do. Come on, somebody. Mm, read the book. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy in the heavenly. See, sometimes when you're calling on God, guess what? It's got to reach your heart the way it calls you to do some more. It calls you to flow some tears. It calls you to show God some sincerity that I need your help, God. Amen. And then it goes on to say in verse 10, Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Oh, so you got to show God something. Humble yourself, feeling very insignificant in the presence of the Lord. And he will exalt you. He will lift you up. And he will make your life significant. Wow. It's God that's got to make you something. But you got to give him something to work with. Huh? Don't keep playing get that close with your brother. And then thank God he's going to give you some you. He's going to be crossed out every time. Amen. Go to 1 John chapter 2. coming to deliver if we want to be delivered. If you want to be delivered, God can deliver you. Come on, somebody. Amen. You can't want to get delivered and then keep telling God one more bite, one more bite. One more bite of bad habit and I'm going to stop. Come on, somebody. Bad, one thing I found out about bad habit, you got a bad habit, the best thing to do is cold turkey. Huh? Ain't no, ain't no point you talking about you going to slow feed this habit till you get rid of No, baby. You ain't going to slow feed nothing. You fooling your own self. Amen. First John chapter 2, 15 verse says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love... Wait a minute, wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. You mean you forfeit God's love when you keep loving on the world? Come on, somebody. That's what the scripture says. You forfeiting what God has for you. You forfeiting what God has for you because you constantly loving on what the world is offering you. Come on now. God tells you what to do it. And, 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 and oh my God. You know how it is when when you, I don't care how much you give a dog dog food. But baby, dangle a piece of steak in his face. He'll forget anything he ever heard about some dog food. Because he know the difference in the smell of meat and that and that stuff that was in the bag. He going for the meat. And that's what the devil do to he keeps dangling stuff before us that he know we like. Huh? And we fall for his okie doke all the time. Come on, somebody. He waved it before you, and then he throws get the smell of the dog.
I wanted to say the same thing that my federal ID said. And my federal ID says indefinitely. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So if you don't want your salvation to be stamped indefinite, go ahead on, keep lusting after the world. Amen. Oh. Woo. Folks can't seem to be able to get up come to church. And that's something they want to do from us. They can't cut the muscle to try to make it to church on Wednesday night so that they can get some teaching, so they can get some learning. So you know what they tell me? They choose to be ignorant. Bring my soul out of 
Israel that I may praise thy name. Wow. Baby, if your soul is locked up, you ain't giving God just do. You ain't giving God the praise that he's looking for because you can't praise God locked up. Huh? You can't praise God if your soul ain't in it. Your soul got to be able to make a joyful noise in the Lord. And then he said, then the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Why? Because then your praise and your joy going to have some anointing in it. And God ain't anointing your praise and your joy with no joke. In your soul. Uh, it's time for us to get this thing right and get off the place and when you get a breakthrough, baby, stop going back. Sometimes God gives us a breakthrough, and it lasts for a day or two, and we find ourselves just like that hogwash that got washed and got scrubbed, and he was clean. Come on, somebody. He was clean enough to put on the hook and start splitting him up and making some pork chops and some ham. He was clean. He was clean enough to start cutting on some pig feet and some pig ears. He was clean, but know what he decided? This is too clean for me. I'm going to go back to where I came from. I'm going to go back and wallow in the mud that I came from. Because that mud feels good to me. That old way, I love that old way. I like mud between my toes. Come on, somebody. I like for the mud to get on my nose and harden up on me. So I, when I say, uh, uh, I feel at home. So you go on and say your uh, uh, if you want to. Back to the moon. God has cleaned you up. Uh, cleaned you up and made you look like a stuff. But he told God I wasn't look like a hog. Come on, somebody. Go to Matthew 26. You need to take the David syndrome. Uh, David had it right. And David said, Lord, wash me. Make me white as snow. Clean me up, Lord. And give me a clean heart. Huh? And renew the right spirit within me. Lord, have mercy. David knew if that didn't get done, he didn't have a, 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 a goat of a chance. Amen. He's a washman, Lord, with his soul. Wash me all over. Lord. Wash me from the front of my head to the toes of my feet. Be like Peter when he said, Lord, do I got to wash your feet, Peter? He said, oh, no, no, Lord. I need to wash your feet. He said, if I don't wash your feet, you ain't got no part in me. He said, oh, Lord, is that so? Wash me all over. Wash my head, too. Wash me up. Come out. I, I want to be a part of you. You better start telling God, God, wash me thoroughly. Wash me thoroughly with his soul, God. Come on, somebody. 
Don't you depend on you. Because if you're depending on you, it ain't going to get done, baby. You can't depend on you. That's why the shape you in now, because you're depending on you.
Because guess what? If you hide your show, can't be thinking straight. Come 
Chapter 8, verses 44 and 45. Let's read. Ye are your father, the devil, and the lust of your Did you not hear what Jesus said? When you are in your lust, you are of your father, the devil. So Jesus himself is calling you personally a devil. You are a child of the devil. Wow. And, and, and then he said, and the lust of your father, you will do. How do we find ourselves doing stuff that we know we don't want to do? Doing stuff we know we shouldn't do? Then we find out that it is the habit of the lust that is large, that is still in us, that keeps lusting after the flesh and fighting against the spirit. So we ain't got to know what's going on with You got to be in this battle for the long haul, baby. Yeah, you can't get rid of this stuff overnight. You got to be in this for the long haul. You got to tell the devil, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm going to fight you until I ain't got no more fight left and it's time for me to go. But up until then, roll them up. Because I'm here to stay. And that's what you got to let him know. I'm here to stay. So roll your sleeves up and get ready for the fight. Because guess what, baby? He going to bring it to you. Don't you think he ain't going to bring it to you because he's going to bring it to you. Amen. And guess no when he's going to really hit you? He's going to wait till he find you idle, not thinking nothing about God, not thinking nothing about the church, and he's going to hit you right in the eye. Pow! And when he hits you right in the eye, guess what? Something's going to jump out your mouth that ain't going to be holy. Uh-oh. That's when they bag you up against the corner. Huh? And you know what? He know the right one to send the bag you up against the corner. He know the right one to rub that thing around. And I'm praying that one day she's going to get the victory over there. Come on, somebody. And baby, don't you be a man because he's going to rub something up around that just ain't they just a kick in the mouth, Come on, somebody. Amen. So, John 4 and 45 says, Oh, we, we, we got, go ahead, let's read this. You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you would do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abided not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speak a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Guess what? Woo! So if you find yourself lying all the time, you got a new daddy. Your daddy is the father of all lies. That's what Jesus said. Huh? Come on, somebody. So guess what? Don't let it be a habit that you just lie to lie. 
can beat him up later. Chains of darkness to reserve unto 
Baby, if he did it to the angel, what makes you think that you're going to get some preparation for this? If he did it to them, and you fall in the same category they fell in, he going to do it to you too. If I fall in there, he going to do it to me too. He has no respect for person. Verse 5 says, And spared not the old world, but saved Noah and eight persons, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. God ain't got no problem of wiping the whole world out. He do not have no problem if it ain't but one that is righteous in the whole entire universe. That's the only one that is going to glory. God ain't saying, well, God don't need the Well, 
know, when you burn something up down to the ashes, boy, it burns. Huh? When ain't nothing left but the ashes. I remember when I used to burn my fireplace and have stacks of wood in there. Then come back and ain't nothing in it but a pile of ashes. Boy, that was hot. God said he don't even want no residue of you. He's going to burn you to the ashes. And he said, I made an, uh, uh, an example of them so that you will know what I'm going to do to the ungodly. Amen. Verse 7 says, And delivered just Lot, vexed with filthy conversation. He just delivered Lot and his family out of a whole city. He blinded everybody else in the city so that they couldn't get out. They could not escape. You know, when God comes for you, you can't get away from him. They could not get out of the city because he blinded them. Wow. And once Lot made it clear out of the city, he set it on fire. You remember when we were talking about statue is still standing today. Turn her into a pillar of salt because she wanted to go back. You know, it's just some habits that it's just some habits that we just said. Oh you gotta go back one more time. She want it was something in Sodom that she liked it. Uh, and she wanted to go back one more time. And then one more time in there. Turning into a pillow of salt. Amen. And you know what you need to grab in it? And guess what? When God takes you on this guy to do, it be a lot of life. Well, you know, you gotta be a lot of life. You kill the graveyard thing. Right before you die. I'm going to go in the name of God. This time we get serious about this thing. You don't know how much time we got left. Come on now. You don't know how much time we got We're still trying to play two tat toes. Thing we live in ain't no game. Read the book. Oh, so 
the book says that Lot was a righteous man dwelling among them. And God had to get him out of that mess. Why? Before it took hold on him. You stay around that mess long enough, it's going to grab hold on you. The Bible says it vexed him. It vexed his righteous soul. It tortured him. Amen. And God saw the torture that he was going through and decided to come down and get him out of it. Even Abraham had a little conversation with the men that God said. If you find it, it was fast. Sodom must have been a good time. It must have been, it must have been, it must have been full of riches. You know, it, was, it must have been something that was the talk of, you know, I think it was the talk of the town. That Abraham even said, Lord, it's a fast. First Peter 1. 
verses 13 through 19. Are we there? Let's read, please. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation. You got to gird up your mind and be sober. You got to think straight. Come on, somebody. You got to put your mind on Jesus. Amen. Brace up your mind. Be sober. Be moral. Be alert. Amen. Only time, really only time that we be alert now is we have to go walking in the dark. Uh, it's the daytime, you walk like ain't nothing out there with you. Guess what? The same enemy is out there in the daytime that you feel that night. Come on, come on. So you got to be alert all the time. Amen. The enemy is after you all the time. He ain't just after you in the dark. He after you in the daylight as well. Come on now. And guess what? And that's when he catch you the most because guess what? You ain't expecting nothing. You, you everything's going smooth. It's daytime. Marshall said, I'm going out to Marshall. It's daytime. No, he ain't expecting nothing. No. But all that get dark. You like that? Don't need him in the daytime. Huh? But the same enemy is out there in the daytime as he is at night. You just got to be alert all the time. Read the book. Oh! So when we were in our former lust, we were ignorant. That's what the word said. We were walking around ignorant. Huh? Come on, somebody. We were so ignorant that when we got a drink in us, we thought we could whoop the world. Huh? Be quick to tell somebody what you're looking at me for. Can't do nothing, bro. Can't hardly stand up, and then you go up there. has 
Did he call you? And then the one that called you is holy? Then the God that called you is a holy God? And it says, so be ye holy in all manner. Oh, we got a wife where we're allowed to come out between these teeth and gums. Huh? Because when them teeth and gums and lips spread, that little demon in there, that thing that's full of poison, it come out and it be spitting everywhere. And half the time, you don't know what it's spitting out. And once it's spit it out, you can't retrack it. Now you see, sometimes it's better to just don't say nothing. Make sense, y'all? But the 16th verse says, because it's written, be ye holy. You do know that if it is written, it's law. Huh? If it's written, we are held accountable for it. If it's written, we are expected to adhere to what it says. For it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. You ain't going to a holy heaven not being holy. You ain't going to serve a holy God and live with him being unholy. Because he done already told you what has been written down. This is me, and this is what I expect of you. This is me, this is what I expect of you. You got to meet that expectation. Amen. So don't fool yourself. The devil done fooled us too long. Amen. He done fooled us too long, and we still holding on to some of these little pet peeves we got. Next verse. 